Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Riding the Storm Out. I am Pastor Paul Blair. This is Dan Fisher, and together we try to give you a biblical view of current cultural events. Well, Dan, I think that this week may be one of the most important weeks that we have had. And this sounds like hyperbole, but I mean this seriously. I think this may be the most important week of America's future existence. Mm. And, and let me say this. God is not depending upon the United States of America. No. No, it's the, it's the other way around. Exactly right. God is going to get along just fine. God may have used the United States of America for certain things in the past. I hope that we still can be. We may be on the point of return. But America is dependent upon God. Yeah. So our freedom, whether we continue to enjoy the fruits of liberty, are going to depend, uh, quite frankly, I think a lot on what comes out of this week. Yeah. As we've seen a lot come to light. Now, let me let me kind of set the stage here. And, and of course, Dan and I talked about this a little bit, I, I, so I'm going to hog the mic for just a minute or two. You remember on election night, I, I remember watching the results come in back in 2020. And, of course, at that point in time uh, with a, a Joe Biden, who has proven to be brain dead, and he campaigned as a brain dead candidate from his basement. Well, they, yeah, they hit him. Yeah, they hit him. Yeah. But I remember on election night, the results were overwhelmingly positive. I remember watching the um, uh, the Blaze broadcast, in fact, Steve yeah. Dace, our friend, sure. was on there. They were doing analysis. And the early results, they called Florida almost out of the gate, which blew everybody away. I mean, yep. they thought that was yeah. going to be a, a yeah, toss battleground, yeah. And then Virginia, Pennsylvania, I think Pennsylvania, Trump had like a 700,000 vote lead. And it was about nine o'clock central time. And I was just sitting there going, man, this is great. Uh, this is going to be a wonderful election night. And then for the first time in my life, and tomorrow I turn 60, you're just a, a year or two older than I am. But in all our years of voting, I've never seen an election stopped in the middle of the night. But we did in 2020. Yeah, and, and only in about seven key states. And only in about seven key states, actually. Yeah. So that was a, a, a trimmer right there, warning sign number one. Mm -hmm. Then we get to January the 6th, and, and I remember watching uh, what was going on in the news. I was sitting at my desk in my office, right. and a number of uh, we had a number of friends that we knew that were in Washington at the Trump rally, and I remember watching this nonsense going on at the time, and my immediately thought as I'm watching what's going on on television was this, this is a setup. This is a crock of baloney. Yeah. It didn't look like a military coup to me, a takeover of the Capitol. I mean, we know that now. Now, now we know that with that yeah. now. And then, of course, shortly after that, we had the release of COVID, this pandemic. And all of us were concerned when it first came out in March. You and I, I think, had as level of a head as anybody. And because we, we've, we've been taught to think critically. Right. And you know, we don't just believe what the media is telling us. Right. We look at what we're actually seeing with our eyes, not what they're telling us we're seeing, but what we actually see and trying to formulate a logical conclusion. And what we know from experience. And what, that's yeah, exactly from right. From life experience. What we know from experience. But we're sitting there and they're telling us such things as, oh, you need to wear a mask. Well, for all of my life and yours, we've been told that masks don't stop the spreading of viruses. Exactly. But then all of a sudden this year it did. Right. Well, then, even they said it wouldn't at first. Exactly. They changed their story. Now, Fauci changed in about two weeks. Then, of course, there was the six-foot social distancing. 
which didn't make any sense because if someone sneezes, I, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I'm not even strong in science, but I had a good education growing yeah, up. Sure. I know a sneeze goes like 25 feet. It can. So what good does six foot do, especially when you're walking in and out of each other's circles? Right. So that it didn't does. make any sense. No. And then, of course, uh, the 99.5% survival rate for those under the age of 70. Right. Well, you know what? That sounds like a normal cold and flu season. Of course it is. So why was this year all of a sudden a pandemic and we hadn't shut down businesses? Because they needed it to be. Exactly. And see, buddy, I know you. we've had this conversation before, so we're kind of reliving it, but it's for yeah. your benefit. Sure. I, I was in great depression for a good portion of 2020 because what I'm seeing was a a coup, a takeover of a country. And it would not be all that startling if it was if I was reading it in the newspaper and seeing, oh, this another Latin American country has been taken over by the communists. Yeah. But the fact that this was happening in our own country. Mm-hmm. And although America staggered, we're not down for the count yet. But we've seen, quite frankly, we may have witnessed the death of our republic. Yeah, I think so. If you, Paul, if you look at countries that have fallen to communism, normally there's some event. Yep. And typically it's a riot. The Nazis mm-hmm. used a riot. The night of broken glass. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. You almost have every time this massive event that gives the powers that be the so-called um, right mm-hmm. to crack down on the people because the people can't be trusted, the government's in jeopardy, that kind of thing. And, and I kind of felt like when this happened that that's what we were watching, and I'm no prophet, and you know we all were kind of stupefied a little bit, and then we watched the COVID thing, and we thought, well, none of this makes sense. And of course, now the numbers are showing the death rate really didn't change, right. and they're claiming that we basically had zero normal flu. Right. <laughs> yeah, and you know, people now say, well, the flu's back. Right. You know, and people say, "Well, are you a doctor?" No, but I could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a fairly smart guy. Yeah. I made really great grades. Yeah. I could have been a doctor. Yeah. My son is a doctor, and so so we know that the death rate didn't change. We know that that flu didn't go away for two years, and now it's back. We know that we had flu all the time. Was COVID nineteen another strain? Yeah. So we've seen all of these things happen. I think you're right. I I think what we're watching is the the plan of the leftists mm-hmm. actually being implemented in in a major attempt anyway to overturn a republic. And the January 6th thing is just one of their major pieces that they're using. And of course I know why you're you're talking about all this because Tucker Carlson yep. Just released some footage. So the let's video that we've been waiting as you talk 40,000 hours. Yeah, it's actually 44,000 hours. And for some reason, Congress did not want this video to be released. Uh, and they still don't. Chuck Schumer said today that Fox News should not air another moment. Isn't Why would you truth think truth a disinfectant to the corruption that's out there? Well, it is unless you're a roach. <laughs> unless. <laughs> well, you know, before all this got buried, uh, somewhere along the line, uh, somebody's video, I, I had seen some pictures of the, the guy with the big horns and the funny hat mm-hmm. being escorted into the Senate chambers by Capitol Security and actually shown the way up to the speaker's desk or, or wherever, I don't sure. know his house or yeah. Senate. But it's like, I remember early on seeing that and I go, well, that's odd. And I wonder why they aren't talking about that. And, of course, now we know why. And, of course, beginning last night and going through all this week, Tucker Carlson has been bringing this out. And that's what has launched this, what I think is maybe the most important podcast uh, that we've we've ever done. Yeah. Because 
the things that they told us, and, and, and pastors and those of you that are, that are watching and, and follow our program, I, I think the point of today, in, in addition to just bringing out the facts or bringing the facts to light, is to teach critical thinking skills. Because we saw intentionally misinformation, disinformation, and the suppression of information for yes. the express purpose of accomplishing this goal, uh, of getting exactly. us to believe that there was an attempted riot, takedown, and coup, and all the senators and, and, and representatives' lives were in danger that day. The first thing that struck me as odd, Dan, uh, and this happened on the day, I remember asking the question on January the 6th, is we have all 435 members of Congress in one building. Right. We have the entire 100 members of the Senate in one building. Right. We have the vice president, the entire cabinet, all in one building. Yeah. We have President Trump in D.C. We have a rally in support of President Trump across uh, the other side of Washington, D.C. With maybe a million people there. Logically, what would you think is the most well-protected, secure building in the entire world on January the 6th? Yeah, it would be the Capitol. In fact, I've led multiple tours to the Capitol, and I've led tours, tour groups in after hours because I didn't want all of the other, mm-hmm. you know, regular visitors there so I could talk with the people. I always had to have either a senator or a rep actually sponsor our group and be present. And many times when I've been at the Capitol building, there are snipers all over the mm-hmm. roof, and there are even snipers on the roof of the, the rep building mm-hmm. where all their offices are and where all the senators' offices are. So typically, this is the most defended place on the planet. And if you remember, President Trump had given uh, Speaker Pelosi the authority as commander-in-chief to employ the military to add extra security, and she refused. Not only did she not add extra security, but based upon the video, there wasn't hardly any security. Right. Now, you've got the entire Congress of the most powerful country on the planet. You've got the vice president. You've got the cabinet all in one building. Again, you would think logically that that building would be more secure than Fort Knox. You would think. So let me ask you. In fact, you, you talked about on a normal day. You, you've yeah. led tours in there. Yeah. I haven't led tours in there, but I've gone to the Capitol quite a bit. Normally, you go through security equal to trying to get on an airplane. Oh, I'd say our worst. Through security and everything else. Yeah. I've never seen doors open by security guards and being shown the way for a no. mob of people to come. So let me ask you this. What is the answer? Why wasn't there heavy security at the Capitol on January the 6th? I mean, logically, is there an explanation that would make sense. Well, I think a critical thinker, and that's what you're encouraging mm-hmm. us to do, I think a critical thinker would have to say, well, there had to be a reason then. Yep. And what would the reason be? Well, uh, it's pretty obvious. We're having to make some assumptions was. now, but well, of course, it doesn't make sense. That no, it doesn't. And when you know that yep. there's going to be about a million people who are anti the election mm-hmm. of Biden because they believe that, that there's been election fraud mm-hmm. and they're right down the mall from the Capitol building, you would just think, man, we want to protect this place. These people don't have a history of rioting, but they might. Mm-hmm. And instead, they they dial it back. It's a setup. I don't have it's, an answer. Exactly. Well, it's a setup. It's, it's, it's a setup. David, let's let's look at some of the video and see some of the action that took place. Well, there first of all, you remember the guy? Oh, they yeah. They called the him shaman. the QAnon shaman. Yeah. And he's actually uh, ex-military. Uh, and, in the a Navy. Navy veteran. Yeah. And so the guy doesn't have a shady past from what I know of. Now, let me, let me also say, just because these people uh, were there doesn't mean they weren't stupid. Right. 
I, I don't think most of them were up to anything nefarious, but I mean, he's kind of dumb uh, to be and, wearing and, what he's wearing. And here's and, something. And go into the bit, uh, Capitol. And Tucker Carlson acknowledges there was probably some bad behavior there. Well, we no, we there saw was. some video. Now, Breaking some windows. And we don't know who it was. Here's critical thinking. We know there was FBI plants in the crowd well, and I've, trying to lead this like a stampede of cattle. And maybe, you know, people like, uh, um, um, oh, give me the name of the group that's terrorists. Oh, the, the poor boys, the, the proud boys, well, or whatever. Proud boys, no, no, no. no. Antifa, 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 sure. Antifa plants. Well, they've just sure. been burning down Absolutely. cities the summer before. So, so we know, yeah. we know that there's Antifa. We know that there's oh, FBI. So what you're you see a video of somebody with a hatchet or a pick or something trying to break open a door. So that's what the video shows. Yeah. Now we're told that this is what's going on around the Capitol by all the Trump supporters, right. but that's not what we're seeing. We're seeing a selected piece of video. Yeah. And I think that's important that we have to realize. What are your eyes seeing versus what the media? By the way, yeah. this isn't just the Democrats. This is the establishment Republicans on the same side yeah. of the deep yeah. state as well. David, let's let's see some of the hey, video. Before we do, okay. let's remember something. The left is accusing Tucker Carlson yeah. of cherry-picking the footage. Well, you have to because there's 44,000 hours, right. and he can't show all of it. But that doesn't negate the authenticity of the footage right. that folks are about to see if they haven't seen it. Excellent. And this is this is surveillance camera mm -hmm. of this the shaman mm -hmm. being escorted around the Capitol building by obviously Capitol Police. So yeah, let, let's watch it. And at the center of it, the single most famous okay, person so arrested stupid. that day I mean, was like a Navy an veteran mm -hmm. from Arizona called Jacob Chansley often referred to as the QAnon shaman. The so-called yeah. QAnon shaman. QAnon shaman. Someone named Q shaman. Jacob Chansley the became the face of January 6th, been given a dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume okay, first who led the violent guys. insurrection yep. to they overthrow American doors? democracy. Do they look like they're armed For these crimes, Chansley was sentenced flags. to nearly four years in prison, far more time than any violent criminal now What did Jacob Chansley do to receive this punishment? To this day, the mysterious over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. They're at least following him. The Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. They, they, they helped could have arrested him. him right they there. They acted as now his tour guide. This is really incriminating. Look at that. Yeah, Here's look at video of Chansley in the Senate him chamber. They tried to open that Capitol door. Capitol police locked. officers but take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. <laughs> yeah. We now, counted at least nine officers second. who were within now, touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Open a door for not one of them even tried to slow him down. Look at all the officers. He just Chansley understood that Capitol police were his allies. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer. On the look floor of the Senate, he helps hold the door open for him and goes in with him. And then look at this. He's, he's praying in the Senate. Heavenly Father. I don't know anything about this. Contrast guy. the reality like a very of what Jacob Chansley yeah. did now, normally, in the Capitol building on, the Senate on January 6th. I've been on the Senate for the indisputable facts recorded yeah, on video, well, some of which has never so before been stupid. seen, These people should with have the been depiction doing of Jacob Chansley you. that you've seen in the but media. See, there's all you see. You've got a security guard escorting you in and, and helping you up there to the stage. You might you might say, well, you might assume that it's okay. Now, notice that that Carlson said the footage, all the footage you see, is of him acting kind of nutty, but you don't see this other footage. So it's pretty obvious why the January 6th uh, committee didn't want this footage released and why Schumer is claiming today they ought to 
And that was the next question. I mean, if you are really wanting justice in a court of law, don't you want to present all the facts and all the evidence if truly you want the truth to come to light? Well, if you don't want the truth to come to light and you don't want justice, then no. That's the point. You want to suppress evidence. That's the point. And not only did they cherry pick the video, but they also selectively edited to mislead the viewer. That's right. And then they're telling the viewer they're seeing something which they weren't really seeing. And we'll give you an example of that after this next video clip. Dave, yeah, so, so you mean they, they would doctor? They would the doctor the tape. Oh, exactly. so, so let's see this. <laughs> Democrats hired a Good Morning America producer called James Goldston to okay, so, dramatize so the a, footage they he's released. He's going to dramatize it. They even yeah. dubbed in now audio to, to make the pictures more sensational as this in a documentary. The, top of the, Capitol. There's no, the there's network's no carried it there. all no live as if and it were this. real. That but Donald Trump was far no. from the only target. That yeah. was dubbed in crowd noise. To give effect. And then also it was speeded up about at least one and a quarter. To make it look half. like they're rushing instead of just exactly. walking. So what you actually saw at proper speed without the volume was this group that had been welcomed into the Capitol with their flags, American flags, yeah. Trump flags, walking through this rotunda area. Yeah. And looking at the statues. Yeah. Now, 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 let me be quick to say, we're not condoning what they did. Now, you you got to uh, maybe assume that some of these people have never been there. and They don't know. I would assume most of them. The heavy security. Right. I mean, the, the, the west side of the Capitol, which is the side they were climbing up over the wall. You've seen the pictures of all the people upon Mm -hmm. the, the porch and them climbing up over the side. The west side of that Capitol is never open. Okay. Anytime I've ever been there, those doors are locked. Never. Mm But the, they got in those doors. Now, how, how in the world did they do that? So you got to assume that some of these people, dumb as it may be, maybe had not been aware of just how off limits this really is. And if this was a court of law, you can present the video. Yeah. But you aren't allowed to doctor the video. No, no. To that's add exactly right. crowd noise that wasn't there. Right. And then to speed up the playback that's falsifying evidence that's falsifying which is actually a crime exactly so here's the point if the evidence would lead you to conviction then why did they need to withhold the video for two years resist it being released now and then the video that was shown on january 6th was intentionally manipulated to lead you to a conclusion that was false yeah now, well, what, what is the explanation for that? Well, it, it's obvious. It is. I mean, it's, it's kind of a rhetorical question. It's obvious that something incredibly nefarious at a much higher level than these kooks in the Capitol mm-hmm. uh, is going on. And notice how the left has said that this was the greatest threat to democracy yeah. in our history. And they say the only <laughs> thing that would, well, they say the only thing that would equal is the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's utterly, it's just <laughs> utterly ridiculous. I mean, these people are unarmed. Now, there was some bad stuff happening. But the only person killed in this whole deal was a was, patriot. Yeah, mm-hmm. was was a lady. Now, you may argue she shouldn't have been going into the Capitol building. Okay, fine. But they used lethal force and, and killed her. Some Her last name was Bobbitt. I can't no, remember her no. first name. Ash, was it Ashley? Ashley. Yeah. Ashley Bobbitt. That's who it was. And so, so they killed the woman, which is just tragic. And another lie that we've been told is that one of the Capitol mm-hmm. police was bludgeoned to death by a, a, a uncontrollable mob. With a fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher. Well, some of the footage that Carlson showed, we're not showing it here, but shows him walking around the Capitol 30 minutes after he was mm-hmm. supposedly bludgeoned to death. And then the news came out a few days after his death, after they had said that he was 
mm-hmm. beaten to death, and admitted that he died of a stroke mm-hmm. the next day. Exactly. Now, I will say that's a little bit um, uh, eyebrow-raising. Should be. How convenient that the very next day, a guy who they claimed was killed by this mob wasn't, and then he dies mysteriously of a stroke the next day. <laughs> now you're getting into the Clinton history. <laughs> well, I mean, but you, you know, you got to begin to ask yourself these right. questions. And, and why would the media intentionally mislead us and lie to us? Well, they flat, why would flat out lied about his and, death. And, exactly. Well, yeah. uh, if you saw some of those news reports, they said five police officers were brutally killed. Well, no, no that actually none. wasn't true. Only a patriot, Ashley Baba, was, was killed. killed. Now, when we've we we both obviously gone through, we, we have a certain amount of, of firearms training sure. and skills. And of course, number one thing they tell you is lethal force is the last option. You yes. back up, you back up, you do yes. everything you can to avoid it. Only if your life is in jeopardy or one of your friends or, or relatives' lives is in right. jeopardy. That was not the situation with the video we saw with Ashley. No. There was no threat to no. anybody at that moment. Were they, were they, were they, should they have been in the Capitol? Probably not, but they were welcome. They were invited into yeah. the Capitol. At least some were. Should they have been going to go through those doors? Well, let me tell you what. I don't know who was the man that was tugging on the door. It could have been one of the Patriots. Yeah. It could have been one of the yeah. Antifa members or FBI plants that's there trying to encourage a stampede. Well, even playing this de- devil's, devil's advocate for the policeman that shot uh, Ashley Babbitt, mm-hmm. um, he may have thought that there were armed people breaking into the Capitol. Mm-hmm. So maybe in his mind he was justified, but the fact is he didn't know if they were armed. Right. It turns out no one was armed, right? and he goes ahead and uses lethal force. I mean, the whole thing is fishy, sure. Paul, the whole thing. And I think with what you did in the, in the beginning of our podcast here, if you link all of these things together, all of the things that are crashing down on us all at the same time here – and then you, you you take the whole World Economic Forum and mm-hmm. ESG and all of these things that they're wanting to do, digital currency. I believe what we're watching here is the destruction of a republic. And I agree with and, you. And for, for me, I, I see key things. Number one, the spiritual condition of America mm-hmm. is critical. And the church has failed, yeah. in, in my opinion. We're impotent, yeah. Right. But but the other on the other hand, though, there are certain um, characteristics of a republic that are now failing mm-hmm. because we, we don't believe we can trust our government. We don't believe we can trust the press. So no one believes anybody. The left doesn't believe the right. The right doesn't believe the left. The, the electorate is polarized about 45-45, and so it's just the middle 10 that decide how elections go. Mm-hmm. Then we no longer have confidence in our elections because I think we have good reason to believe. I mean, Dinesh D'Souza showed that there were at least 2,000 mules mm-hmm. that, that yep. were stuffing ballot boxes around the country. I mean, man, we are in a critical spot here where our pastors need to start preparing their people for – Quite possibly some really, really difficult days ahead. Absolutely, no doubt about it. And here's the thing. Now, not every Christian has the same eschatological viewpoint. No. However, there is a strong group of Orthodox Christians that believe that as we approach the latter days, the last days Uh of the return of Christ, that there will be a push towards and actually a successful implementation of global government for a period of about seven years. 
Now, when you see the World Economic Forum, you see everything that they're pushing for. And quite frankly, they've been pushing for this for about a century. You know, after World War One, yeah. which, by the way, that was a draw everybody into a war over politics. Yeah, well, Woodrow Wilson, his yep. League of Nations, was Absolutely. the first real strong attempt to do a one-world government. After that, they attempted to implement the League of Nations, but the United States Senate wouldn't ratify membership right. because we recognized that was not our deal. We were right. the United States. We weren't yeah. part of the global government. And then after World War II, they had the United Nations. And again, that has not been as successful as some would have liked it to be because of the liberty of the United States of America. Yeah. Now we've seen Great Britain. You know, Great Britain once was a bastion of liberty and at mm. least proposed to be, uh, professed to be Christian. Yeah. We saw Canada. That was, of course, one of the young lions of Great Britain. Uh-huh. Now they're fully Marxist. They, oh, they, they're lost. Yeah. The one country that stands in the, Australia is gone. Oh, they're gone. The one country that yeah. stands in the way of the implementation of the Davos strategy, US. the World Economic Forum, is the United States of America. Yep. And we have been, and quite frankly, after eight years of Barack Obama, we're after apologizing for America being, yeah. I, I think we were great, some might argue, but after Obama, it was anticipated that Hillary was just going to step right in and the deal would be completed, much like cooking the proverbial frog in a boiling pot of water. Yeah. Everybody assumed that we were done. Yeah. But, all of a sudden, we see a man that wanted to make America great again. Yeah. And we saw four years of going the other direction. Well, and Soros said, we've got to get rid of this guy. Absolutely. In 2018, he absolutely did say that. Yeah. So as we're approaching 2020, we had record low unemploy- unemployment. We had uh, everything was... Energy independent. Energy independent. Yeah, we're not, the first time we're ever. Not, we're not relying on Arabs and people that hate us. For the World Economic Forum, it was imperative that Trump be eliminated to yeah. get back on schedule. And I believe we've seen a coup over the last couple of years. Oh, I I do too. And we have a chance. Again, God can do anything. God can rain down 100-pound hailstones. Yeah, of course. course. Well, he's going to. But politically, (laughs) I think if we don't do something within these these next 18 months, I think politically it's going to be game over. It may already be game over. In fact, you talk about at some points in time, whether at some points in time, the best thing to do is just to... Well, yeah, I think you finally reach a point. You know, Jefferson in the Declaration of Independence said that there comes a time in any political arrangement where you need to break away and you need to have new guards for your liberties. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they were doing that. And he left it open that there might come a time in America. I don't know why the left assumes that the declaration is right, but it would never apply anymore. (laughs) You know, it's crazy. Uh, And so Jefferson says that there are times when people have to to break the bonds that have held them together politically and to find new guards for their their liberties. And, And I honestly believe, Paul, that we are there. And I don't mean out of hatred. I don't mean a war. I think we've just we've come to the place where we're irreconcilably divided. The country I don't know if the country's fifty fifty, but when you look at the elections, mm-hmm. it's kind of forty five forty five in that middle mm-hmm. ten. Uh, I, and, and I don't I don't think there's any way to correct that. I mean, Chuck Schumer is a great representative of the far left, mm-hmm. and he's telling Fox News they ought to be ashamed. Don't show any more of this footage. And then you have the right represented by someone like a Tucker Carlson or a Ron DeSantis or a Donald Trump. They're saying. Put it all out there. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't have more mm-hmm. polar opposites than that. How do you bring those two together? And I would argue that you don't. And I think if we don't start talking like that, even in our churches, yep. we're gonna we're gonna either be taken over by a hard coup and we're all prisoners, or yep. we're gonna be fighting one another. And we better start talking about these things, and we better start coming up with with viable solutions 
or we're going to be in far deeper trouble than we are right now. I agree with you. That is intelligent. And the reality is we've got to recognize that, of course, we've been trained as as churches in America, yeah. that there are certain parts of life that we don't talk about in church. Yeah. Well, what nonsense? Who made up that rule? Jesus is supposed to be the Lord of all of our lives. Yeah. So really, there should be nothing off limits from a biblical biblical perspective. No, there shouldn't. And reality is the only thing that has been exceptional about America in any areas that we were exceptional in, and the reason that we're the only Christians in history that haven't been persecuted Liberty. for our faith, Liberty. is the influence that those separatists and the Puritans. But they had the liberty to do it. Exactly. But yeah. the New England Confederation, with their biblical view yeah. of the limited role of civil government, is why we have enjoyed and are still at least temporarily enjoying the blessings of liberty. Well, I think I think most pastors seem to have a martyr's wish because they keep keeping uh, separation of politics and, mm-hmm. and religion. They're going to be martyrs. Right. Because I'm telling you, if the church does not rise up, the left is going to prevail. And I'm telling you, these people are so wicked— they would think nothing of putting you and me in prison or to death. There are people sitting in solitary confinement today, Still, Paul, yeah, from after, January the 6th. Yeah. Their constitutional rights have been violated by the D.C. courts, and there's a new set of rules that apply mm-hmm. to these people. And you don't think they would do that to every preacher? And Absolutely. I don't know why preachers are just sitting here almost signing their death warrants. But let me just give a quote. I can't give it verbatim that Adolf Hitler yeah, gave I, the preachers I, in Germany. You're going. He said that they would give away anything for the sake of their miserable jobs and and paychecks or salaries, mm-hmm. that they would betray their own faith. Faith and their country for the sake of their jobs. And I just think pastors need to really ask themselves the question, why am I being silent? What is it? What law in Scripture or what law exists that makes me be silent? Because they're doing it at the great peril of themselves and their people. Mm-hmm. That's like being a shepherd yep. and intentionally running your sheep off a yep. cliff. Ephesians 4. Talks about some of the responsibilities for us. Evangelism, obviously, yeah. sharing the gospel. Uh, number two, teaching, discipling, yeah. teaching them to observe all things, whatever I've commanded yeah, you. And then the third thing is pastoring, shepherding, yeah. protecting the flock. Yeah, a watchman on the wall. Watchman on the wall. Pastors are supposed yeah. to be protecting and, their flocks. We are the watchman. And, watchmen. Paul, I just don't get it. I mean, these are sobering times, and most preachers are worried about their next paycheck or the fact that they're going to have some controversy in their churches. Paul, we're we're looking yeah. down the barrel of something way worse than controversy in your congregation. I agree with you wholeheartedly, my friend. Yeah. What a great yeah. broadcast. What an important week. Folks, uh, uh, go on to uh, Fox. Try to find the Tucker Carlson uh, tapes from this week. Yeah. Watch these videos. This is the week of March the, what, 6th through uh, March the 11th. Uh, try to find these. Make sure to watch them. Go to our website, libertypastors.com. Pastors, we've got all of our video training courses online there. You can watch them for free. Everything's there. Learn about the biblical principles of civil government. Learn about 501c3. Look at Learn about the separation. Romans 13, the whole deal. All of church this and stuff. State. It's there and it's available. And I hope it's not too late. Well, the only hope is is the church. Mm-hmm. And so far, I haven't seen much from the church that would give me a lot of hope. Now, I have a, plenty of hope in Jesus. Right. But I think our republic is cooked. Maybe one can rise out of the ashes. But, buddy, I think we're fixing to see the ashes. Amen. Amen. I don't want it. I hope but not. I want to be wrong. But if I we am. don't say anything, that's a guaranteed outcome. Well, yeah. Well, and plus, even if we can't change it, 
I don't want to be guilty of sitting here silent, not saying anything. Die with your boots on. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition yeah. of, of, of Riding the Storm Out. Make sure and take this video and share it with all of your friends and pastors. Make sure you are shepherding, protecting Amen. your flock. Yeah. Buddy, enjoy the program. Yeah, I enjoyed it. And too. until next time. Yeah, God bless you and uh, God prosper the cause. Amen. Oh, <sighs>